This is the Gore Club Podcast with Steve Vessel, Derek Sturgeon, and Death Metal Dave. All right, guys. Uh, welcome to episode two. Hello, gentlemen. Of the Gore Club. Yeah. Episode two? Yeah. yeah. I've already lost count. <sighs> yeah. I know. It's amazing. Sorry. And, uh, and you, you probably can tell our sound is getting a little bit better and our audio, our video will get a little bit better as we go along. Yeah. Possibly. And we're multiplying like gremlins. We have Allegedly. more people. Allegedly. Allegedly. I think there's a little bit of static in, in, in Chris Buckley's uh, uh, microphone. But, uh, I apologize in advance. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I'm Steve. Derek. That's Metal Dave. And our special guest. <laughs> Fucking okay. <laughs> Chris Buckley. Chris Uncle Buckley. Who's pouring some bourbon. He just yes. stole my bourbon. <laughs> oh, you didn't ask? Oh, oh. He didn't even, he didn't oh, even ask. What a public domain, sir. <laughs> as what you a know. Dog stole my bourbon. Oh, my God. Public domain. God. I don't know if that works in this because uh, this, this could turn into a, a, a fighting ring real fast. Yeah. Say, try me, motherfucker. We really went, I look like I got something to lose. <laughs> <laughs> we really went straight to the hillbilly theme with my bourbon getting stolen. <laughs> and that's right tonight. Uh, that dude's more handsome than me. I'm going to take his wares. Tonight's uh, episode is hillbilly and redneck horror and exploitation <laughs> movies. So uh, uh, nobody here is an expert. We're no job Bob Briggs, but uh, we're definitely going to... Um, Talk about some of our favorites and what the fuck does that, what makes a hillbilly redneck movie? Yeah, you tell me, man. <laughs> you sent me that text like, we're doing redneck exploitation. I'm like, like, like are fucking we Smokey and the Bandit? What are we talking about? Are we being for real or are we being cartoonish? Because for real, I think it's scenery and narrative. Uh, I get news for you. It's both cartoon and real. Cartoonishly, you need fat people in the leads. You don't see that in most, you know, like especially older horror movies you need fat people running and accomplishing things and like oh shit good for that guy like he's completely wrong he's he's a fucking accomplishing he's, things? yeah he's accomplishing a he's a child molester and a, a bourbon stealer but he's he's getting it done like, oh like, okay i thought you meant like winning at field day and shit i didn't know oh, they don't have field day come on are you kidding we're talking about we're talking about the south here the they south, the south. They don't have competition the, the stereotypes of the what? south yes 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 did they invent that leg wrestling situation so they have that? Were you that was taken from the Native together? Americans, thank you. Well, that's perfect South. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know. I won that shit every time because I'm short and fat. You know the history of leg wrestling. Yeah. Which is in one of those movies up there, Dead in Breakfast, right? They, oh, yeah, They yeah. go to the podunk town. Yeah, and I do have the old whiteboard up there. That's well, cool. One of, one of the tropes of, uh, of Redding movies seems to be cannibalism. Yeah. Cannibalism? It, uh, it, yeah. It, it's something that, that Very true. look, a lot of them, I mean, I mean Texas Chainsaw Massacre, obviously. Mm-hmm. Well, that definitely started, like those, the, the early Motel films Hell, yeah. kind yeah. of put the precedence of what kind of movie you're going to watch. Yeah, I've got Old Dark House up there, which is one of the first, like, don't go into the, the backwoods, you get lost, you're going to get killed by these crazy old people and they might have a mutant upstairs. That That's a whole subgenre. Yeah. It was created in 1932 with Boris Karloff. And the director of uh, of uh, the Fr- uh, Frankenstein, Jimmy James Whale. Whale. Yeah. James Whale, yeah. Yeah, good on you for that, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, answer. that's kind of like that whole... That's true. I mean, they a lot of those things were born out of his time period, the, the creepy guy in the swamp, you know, the creepy creature that was created by a doctor, you know. Yeah, don't go in the woods, because I mean, that's where it's pre- at. They were previous stories, but he took them on the film, yeah. And, that, and a lot of those things, I think, are brought over, like, when you talk about the South and, like, certain, like you know, regions, they're brought over from, you know, immigrants. Like you have the old, like uh, everybody goes to the Sawney Bean clan, you know, the old Scottish legend of the cannibal clan that lived in yeah. Scotland. West made a movie movies, out of that. Yeah. A lot of those the movies have are eyes. loosely based on that. And I think it's what it has. A lot of it, you know, you throw in the music, you throw in the dialect, you know, and you got a Southern movie. Or Some people they're, they're poor, it. but they're happy and they might kill you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. like they're they're very friendly until you go past a certain road, then you're getting raped and killed. You the know? accents yeah, are and the best. How accurate that is. The accents, yeah, because Hollywood only knows one type of Southern. Yes, like they like they can be like Kentucky or Texas. It's the same fucking yeah. type of Southern, yeah. and every single one. I'm like, they don't sound like that. Yeah, they kind of they kind of sound like us. Correction, they yeah. don't sound like that. Right. That's what that's how Derek sounds. Yeah, everybody does that though. Like, Yeehaw! Hey, hey, welcome to the barbecue. The inflection of certain words and certain syllables. Yeah. Well, yeah. they'll be in like backwoods, New York. I'm like, what? Backwoods, New York? But they'll sound like they're from fucking Tennessee. And I'm like, I don't think they sound like that. No, they're like the New England accent of the South, but it's like it's in New yeah, England. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they do that saying. a lot. The Southern New England accent. And it's funny because like being from here, especially like traveling South, you you get that weird shit. Like I lived in Dallas for a year. 
And people, where are you from? You know, I'm like, Kentucky. Now you got shoes on? And I'm like, wait a minute. Your hat's not that big. What yeah. you, are we, are, if we're checking stereotypes, you know, you need to step it up. I had a friend who ran away in like middle school and got caught in Florida. And they were so surprised he had shoes on. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, usually just stand outside the airport with a cow. and right, Oh, yeah. You I'm waiting for way. my sister. <laughs> you going my way? Oh, no. No, sir. I'm not. I'm not picking you up. But I've got spider babies on there. Uh, spider babies, like, predates uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 2000 Maniacs. You know, that's like the epitome of traditional confederacy. Like, they're going to kill you with a smile on their face. Like, rip you to pieces, drop a big fucking rock on you. Yeah. <laughs> See, I've never seen 2000 Maniacs, but I've seen 2001 Maniacs. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah. I, didn't, I just, like, yeah, it was just one of those weird things. It makes that, sense. Yeah. I didn't, well, I never gave a fuck to watch 2000 Maniacs. It didn't, you know, it was just one of those things right. that didn't catch my eye for some reason. Even though I watch all kinds of dog shit nonstop. But then I saw 2001 Maniacs. I'm like, oh, there's Robert England. Yeah. So I watched that. And then I found out it was like pretty much just a standard remake. And so yeah, it's cool. a very garden variety remake. And I wanted it to be so much better. But the original is, it is what it is. But the reason that mattered is because it was how groundbreaking the gore effects were. It came out in 64, is it? Yeah. Oh, that's fucking crazy. Damn. Yeah. If it's that's anything like the remake, that's fucking real nuts. That's <laughs> OG, that's OG <laughs> shit right there. Herschel Gordon Lewis, man. Boy, that makes more sense. Yeah. See, I never paid attention to it just because so many people I knew like swore by it. So it's like, okay, it's got to be awesome. Yeah. I ain't got to watch it. They, they already know. And yeah. I just never gave it time. It's yeah. awesome for a, an, a drive-in movie from 1964. Yeah. In context, yeah, right. And you you look at those gore effects, and you're can you imagine not being able to see any of that before and being like, holy fuck! Like in Blood Place, Blood Feast, when they pull the girl's tongue out of her, you know. Well, in that movie, they pull a guy apart, like they quarter him with horses. Yeah, they literally drop a fucking two hundred pound rock on a woman from twenty feet up. That kind of stuff. Which they it's do amazing. in the remake, yeah, because they do it to a chick in the remake. It's exactly is, what it is. Yeah, you know, and it's yeah. That was the most one of the most brutal scenes. Like I remember that movie still from the the horses taking off running and ripping her apart. Like, That's fucking crazy, man. But all that stuff comes from being a foreigner from another country, seeing what the you know aristocracy did to peasants. And so, they did that yeah. shit. That's what fucks me up. And they did that massive shit. crowd. They did that a lot. So much so that. Like they showed it to you in, you know, film form, but they did this shit that was like fucking mowing a garden back in the day. Like yeah. they did it all the time, you know? Yeah. People wanted to it's come wild. out against like the, the, what's the French theater movement, the Gagnon, where they would do all these acts of violence on stage. They were just literally imitating what they'd seen in the streets. Yeah. Or their grandparents had seen in the streets. And it's just storytelling, which definitely goes along with Hillbilly and Redneck and just Southern folk tales. Stories, ghost stories, all that, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a story told by mouth, like by, you know, vocal. I can't even talk and I'm going vocal. <laughs> but you're, you're a hundred percent correct. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've got Texas Chainsaw Massacre up there. That is, that's the one that everybody, that's freaks everybody out when they were, were kid. I mean, even before you even saw it, like when I showed it to my children, I was like, okay, this is going to be, let's have yeah. a seat. Let's not talk until after we're done. It made me hate people in wheelchairs, too, because I hated Franklin so much. <laughs> Franklin. I just thought everybody was like that. I was like, is everybody in a wheelchair just a little prick? And it, you know, I was wrong. I grew up. But for about three years there. Are you? Like, I'm just oh, joking. That was four years ago. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, actually, that was actually last week. I've really grown since then, though. Yeah. But no, the thing that always fucked, that's one of those movies I turned away from. Like, I grew up, my mom You're watched, talking about the Texture Chainsaw Massacre? Yeah. Okay. My mom would watch horror movies with me, like, that I should not have been seeing at a very early age. And it started with the Jimmy Whale stuff, you know, the old Frankenstein and all that. And it was always the psychological aspects that freaked me out. That's what made the physical, you know, the effects and all that, that much more terrifying was the psychological aspect. But the psychological aspect of Texas Chainsaw Massacre fucked me up. I would not go near it till I was like 16 because I got it. It was, even though they didn't, they only had so much to work with and so much to focus on each character. But if you saw it from a distance, it's like, holy fucking fuck. I've seen people like that and I'm not going down the road. <laughs> you have. And you know, they probably didn't do that stuff. They probably just kind of fucked each other and got food stamps, you know, it's, but just, you, just, you know, you know, you've, if you've spent any time in Kentucky and you went, Exploring, we have seen fuckers like that, and I don't want to know what yeah. they do it's because straight up gummo. No, I was, I was, <laughs> I was, I was, with chainsaws. I was in the holler of London, Kentucky, for a wedding this weekend. I, I saw some shit. That's a straight Jesus up Jesus Murphy, <laughs> right there. Holler, 
Yes. And it's it's frightening because they caught all that psychology. But granted, you know, the gore was a big draw and all that. And he got all those things in one film. Right. And there's hardly – it's all psychological in that yeah. first film. It's fantastic. Uh, going right to uh, The Hills Have Eyes. We were talking about the Shawnee Bean family and that's that was Wes Craven's – one of his inspirations for that film was the Shawnee Bean story. Where they, you know, people would go off to, and then they would get killed in uh, what was it in Scotland? Yep, yeah, in the Highlands, Scotland. They lived in a cave, and it yeah. was they. They lasted for about twenty five years. They had a whole generation of incestuous children that helped hunt and eat people. Well, I'm the- not saying white people are bad. I'm just saying I don't trust them in the night. <laughs> you know, at nighttime, no, no white people. No, no. As there's four of us right now. Sorry, it's nighttime. Yeah, I got my knife on me. Fuck okay. around <laughs> Uh, just before dawn, Motel Hell. We can go on. Like, Motel Hell was great. I didn't see Motel. I'm sorry, I don't mean to monopolize the conversation, but I didn't do. See, I didn't see Motel Hell till I was in my 20s. That's a Fantastic. lot of people's story, though. I think Motel Hell came later for a lot of people. Hmm. Like I was one of the weirdos that rented it. Going back to what we talked about before, yeah, video covers and shit, yeah. But I don't think I appreciated it till I was like 18 or 19 because it was kind of one of those things I've seen two or three times. But I wasn't in love with it. And yeah. I remember watching it again. I may have been like, you know, 19, 20 years old and fucking loving it. Going right, on. I'm right. like, love these characters. This is awesome. This is yeah. weird as fuck. I love yeah, it. They yeah, they went over the I, top with it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you understand that when you're young. And then right, when you're older, right. you appreciate it more. Because it seemed like my, your standard little creepy fucking redneck movie when I was yeah, a kid. Yeah. And going back and watching it now, I'm like, this fucking rules. Plus, like, you get know. like time and context with like directors and stuff. But yeah, yeah. I agree wholeheartedly. Like, it was just, yeah. when I saw it when I was I older, think, I was all kinds of I think the first time I ever even noticed Motel Hell, I was on a, it was a Fangoria cover. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Must have been a slow month for Fangoria. No, I, should, I have <laughs> the no issue. No, no, it was awesome. Derek was a hater. I believe again. it was a bloody best issue. I can't. I can't remember right now. But I praised it, so I had to shit on it real quick. Right, right. <laughs> I didn't want to get it. I didn't Stay want to get Amazing. Wait, it must have been bad. I didn't treat- want Motel Hell getting an ego. Yeah. <laughs> you treat those movies like you treat your kids. Yeah, well, yeah. You raise them up and then put them back. Put them down. down. Like, remember, remember you're in the middle. And there are so many in this genre of, of film, but I'm kind of just kind of highlighting my favorites. Yeah. Uh, we can go right into Eating Alive, which actually came out before Motel Hell. And after Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is the same director, Toby Hooper made that with Robert England. It's fucking, it's, you know, where the, you go to the hotel, you go to the, uh, the scary guys backwoods, but it's in a, it's in a creek or what was it? A swamp. And he's got a pet alligator. A bog. A bog. See, it's I a, gotta see that. I've never seen it. You've never seen Eating Alive. Well, fuck you. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> Fuck you. So, not to be confused with the Eaten Alive. That's a cannibal movie. But go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say you get into the, some some of these movies. Like, you know, we go back to go back to the cannibal thing, but we, we we've skipped over Deliverance. We have we have skipped. Yes, over well, you've got it. You've Thank got it. you. I'm gonna take it. my pants off because Thank there you. are people please, who will say that's don't. not a horror film. It's, I don't agree with that. It's a it's 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 because like, of, it's so traumatic. Yeah, um, it's, it's so traumatic. Being assisted a fat man on a boat, I'm just saying like, I empathize. <laughs> I empathize. You could tell it was traumatic. His voice went up two octaves when we mentioned it. Yeah, it definitely spiked and got staticky. Uh, and everything you've seen past has ripped it off constantly. Yeah. Or spooked it. Yeah. Or spooked it. Off or spooked it. Spooked it. Yeah. it was a genuine yeah. drama. It was genuinely done as psychological horror. It wasn't like blood and guts and all that. It was, it fucked with your brain. The music in it, the, the, the tempo of the film, I mean, it was fucking disturbing and it needs to be if recognized it, as such. And I met Ned Beatty, not probably. When did the movie come out? 80, what? When did Deliverance come out? Uh, 70s, right? 70s. Yeah. 70, That's I met, the one I didn't put up there. Sorry. I met Ned Beatty when I was six years old in 1987. Yeah. And he was so happy because it was it. Sorry, I don't mean to. Oh, yeah. But um, it was, they had this, uh, it was called a uh, Foster Brooks Golf Invitational. Like basically, where white people pay to watch other rich white celebrities play golf. No shit, I'm not even joking. <laughs> I'm watching you steal Derek's bourbon. And and, uh, like, sorry, that's gonna get a redneck hoe down in this it's, motherfucker. Yeah, it's communal. Um, I met Ned Beatty. My dad took me to a golf invitation when I was a little kid. He's much older than me, and he doesn't know what to do with a young kid. And we watched Kenny Rogers play golf and fans pay money to stay at the sidelines and ask him about his family. I'm serious. It was the weirdest white person shit I've ever been a part of. And after, you know, later on, of course my dad was hanging out and just walking around and I saw fucking Ned Beatty in front of me, this fat white, you know, jolly gentleman that 
Me and my dad watched The Toy. I don't know if y'all are familiar. Oh, everyone yeah. A <laughs> lot. We're old enough to all appreciate it. Like, that. we watched it a lot. It was one of my favorite, like, movies ever. And I went up to him, and I quote, I was seven years old, and I quoted him the part where he has to fire one of his employees because his hands were sweaty, and he gets drunk to deal with it. And I'll go up, and I go, he had very sweaty hands. Very heady, sweaty hands, and he said, "You gotta go." And I shook his hand, and he giggled and laughed and just patted my little head. It, it wasn't two years later when I saw this man get raped on camera, and I realized the celebrity <laughs> that I met. And I was like, "Oh fuck, this guy's a thespian in every sense of the word." And it, I'm so glad I didn't see him get raped until a couple years later because it was adorable. Like, our like, interaction okay. was we're, adorable. Oh, okay. I didn't know what you were saying. We're all looking at you like, does he mean the rape part was adorable? Or if you were to like quote it delivery, like, you're totally not. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're not invited back ever. I think it'd be creepier if a little kid comes up to you and starts quoting Deliverance. Yes, yes. Or like, hey, if I'd seen the movie, I would have. (laughs) Because I just knew what I saw him from. I just saw you on TV the other day, and guess what? And Uh, it made uh, his day more than it made mine, and it was like the most adorable thing I've ever been a part of. But then I had to watch him get raped. That movie (laughs) has that movie definitely had an effect on people. I mean, like. If you hear dueling banjos, something happens in your body or your mind. It says, get the fuck out. Well, that became such like a Hollywood thing, too. Yeah, There's right. so many movies that have the dueling like banjo. Thing yeah. I've got a seven inch of it. And I play it when certain people show up. Like, just so you know, like you know, a mailman. That's a, yeah. that's a first date thing. It's like, yeah. You know, How can you deal with this? I'm like, yeah. Uh, well, we've heard some of Derek's dating rituals <laughs> they're not good no they're not it's like if you can handle this then we're all, we might do it uh, if you can handle night of the demons the first time i meet you that'll be good <laughs> i remember one time years ago i turned on philosophy of a knife has nothing to do with any of those don't turn on philosophy of a knife when you first meet or ever never turn that movie on <laughs> it's just six hours of torture it's all it is <laughs> but i was like i gotta see this shit i was wrong mm. Oh, I have one deliverance story, and uh, I'm gonna jump away from that fucking yes, movie please, real fast. Please, um, is that uh, the, I was I was, I was <laughs> I was working as a plumber, and we what? Were, yeah, I don't want to know. Keep going. Not that was that when I first met you. Jesus, people. Anyways, like a porn plumber. Yeah, he's here to lay pipe. Here to lay pipe. <laughs> Well, <laughs> and here's the thing: if I was talking about deliverance, damn it! So they all, all it all goes together. Is I walk into this guy's apartment and we're we're working on his AC or something. I can't remember. You're I a look, plumber. Yeah, but they work on HVAC too. Oh shit! Which means like heating and cooling. I'm learning a lot right now. Oh, okay. My God. Anyways, you know the little thing you turn on in your apartment that makes it cold? Yeah, he did that. I don't yeah. have a fucking apartment. Oh, well, he's still <laughs> he, learning. He owns a house and he'll be in debt forever. He's a, holy <laughs> fuck, man. He's, he's up. Stop traffic. He's updated. Yeah. Uh, and the guy had like all the news, news clippings from that story and they were like vintage newspaper clippings. So between the, uh, my partner and I we were like, okay, somebody fucking asked this guy what's going on. And he told us the, this whole story from his point of view because he was one of the guys that the story was based on. What? Exactly. And we just paused. We were like, what? Was he Burt Reynolds or Ned Beatty? Did he have a bow and arrow? We didn't. We just, we listened to his stories. We were freaking the fuck out and we wanted to ask him a million questions and we didn't. And I should have. I should have just been like, I'm never going to meet you again. Yeah. I I, want to know more. But yeah, he was like, yeah, you know, me me and my friend was awful. It was awful. But now as, as an adult, this was what, what did you say? 15 years ago? Yeah. Yeah. As an adult, you know, I'm 15 years older. How much of that was real? Was you he were just an adult was, back then? I I an adult I know. I know. <laughs> Dude, if you're a handyman, I was waiting for somebody. I just <laughs> gave that to you. If you're a handyman in my house, I'm going to tell you all kinds of stories. Right. You know. Yeah. I was uh, just going to sit there and watch you do your work and probably, <sighs> probably touch his belly button a few times. That's your go to. We all just got quiet <laughs> on that one, didn't we? You've all seen it. Can we not? I just try not to make eye contact for like three hours or however fucking long. Oh, fuck that. I'm looking you right in the eye while I'll take my shirt off. It's my house, damn it. Well, that was my, that that was my deliverance story. That's amazing. Like seriously, because he obviously had to have some connection to it. Or obviously, he, or he was just mentally ill and grasped. Either way, why would you choose that movie? Either right. way, that's a very a- specific. And he he had all these news clippings, and then I can't remember if he had the book that it was based off. Because that's the thing is that there was a book, yeah. that the guy wrote the story off is. So it's all been. By the time it gets to Burt Reynolds, it's a t- totally different story. Yeah. 
Um, so. I don't think he was Burt Reynolds, though, because if, if Burt Reynolds played him, I'm pretty sure that would be like the go to story. Like Burt Reynolds played me. Right. He never. Really I was looked, so fucking dashing. His stories were never Burt Reynolds personal perspective. So, I mean, it was, yeah. it was his perspective, but it wasn't so detailed. that I was like, oh, my God, he was a Ned B. He, you know, five will, he ten, he, five will get you 10. He was raped. Because yeah. just putting all of the, the artifacts together, like he said, if it was Burt Reynolds, yeah, Burt Reynolds played me. If not, he's going to give you a long story with no certain ending. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I feel sorry for that, man. It's like a, he was looking for his therapy to come out about his rape story, but he just kind of beats around the bush. And just like, I, they made deliverance based off me. Right. And I wasn't Burt Reynolds. <laughs> Wink. No royalties whatsoever. I've got this random dude doing my plumbing. I mean... <laughs> So we're moving on from Deliverance. What's about Dark Knight of the Scarecrow? I remember that. Oh, my fuck. Okay, let's talk about that real quick. Is that a made-for-TV? It's a piece of shit. Fucking dorks that are 40 and up are like, I saw it on TV when I was a kid, so I love it so much. These flipped me off. But motherfucker. (laughs) So the guy that started this gore club shit, Jake... Mm-hmm. Was so, we went to Scarefest one year and he was so excited for this fucking movie. He's like, they're finally putting it on DVD. We gotta that. watch it. I fucking hate watching movies at conventions anyway, especially Scarefest when that's not their focus. So it's a total shit show of how everything is set up. Sorry, fucking Scarefest. But you walk in <laughs> and it's like, you know, like 20 chairs you haven't set in since you were in fucking elementary school and like the projector. And I'm like, this better be fucking good. Oh like, no! And the director's it's there, slow, and he's so. just the director's like, when we released it in '81, everybody talked about it. Everybody loved. It. He don't really talk like this. I don't know what I'm doing, but and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm excited. I'm sitting there, and like 45 minutes in, I'm like, I'm fucking sleepy. Like nothing's happening, and then nothing ever happens. Like the whole time. Yeah. Like yeah. Like why? Why do you love that movie? Okay. Like, what 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 draws you to Dark Knight of the Scarecrow to where you guys <laughs> all like praise it so hard? When it's kind of just like a boring, slow-paced, made-for-TV movie, made for TV movie yeah. which I, f- I feel like it like nostalgia hypes it, right? So is that saying, what it is? So you're saying if Mick Garris had done it, it would be better? Well, have, has anyone besides Steve, has anybody besides Steve here watched it? I've seen it. Yes. You've all, okay. I didn't, so and the, I am the problematic person you're talking about because I don't, like, you know, yeah. I, I never knew that anybody knew about it, much less loved it. Yeah, but I remember it from when I was a kid, and it was the adorable like special needs guy from you know what is it Law and Order, Doctor Gills, yeah. you know, and I, yeah, that, yeah. that to me that was the selling point. It was him trying not to murder people, Drake but he was his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he, he was trying not to murder people, but he just had to, and that's what sold it for me. But I saw it when I was I a little kid. I didn't think anybody ever knew about it until I was like in my mid twenties and I talked to Steve and of course, Oh yeah. We, of course everybody knows about that movie. It's, it's so like, I a, have a totally different perspective. Yeah. I didn't know that there was like a fan club for it and there shouldn't yeah, be. Yeah, There is. And it's like, it's all my friends that are like eight or nine years older than me. My friends that are like in their early to mid forties. Okay. Fuck off. They all, yeah. Well, I'm just saying like, they all have like, Great views of Dark Knight of Scarecrow. Yeah. And, but I fuck it. I, I still bought the DVD because the director was a nice guy. So I was like, fuck it. Here's $10. That costume is the shit. Yeah. It was boring as shit. I, I give you that. It was boring okay. as shit. And it's a fucking scarecrow. No, it's movie. about mood and okay. Exactly. We're not going to have this discussion now. Okay. Yes, we are. Go ahead. What makes it a hillbilly movie though, really? Is it just. It was in the cornfield. Scarecrow. Well, okay. Case closed. I didn't remember feeling like really hickish too much, but maybe small town justice, Corn small field. town yeah. people, small town. That that's another like whole stereotype. Yes. All the small uh, town, you know, yeah. they take care of it. Like I mean, they the they, they literally formed a fucking, fucking lynching scarecrow. party almost they take care of to go own, after yeah. a uh, yeah. a mentally uh, retarded person. Yeah, that's they, the correct term. They take yeah. care of their yeah. own. Yeah, a mentally yeah, and and it's just like yeah, that's totally that's that, that's a whole other section of that. Yeah, is not not going outside of your bubble. Yeah, I just didn't. I wanted to like it. I think it's one of those things that I think I went in with too much hype from like guys like yourself that are just like, you got to fucking see this. Well, you're probably thinking like 80 slasher movie. Yeah, Scarecrow yeah. looks well, fucking awesome. Well, that's definitely in the cover of it. Like the DVD that they released or the mm-hmm. Blu-ray. It totally makes it look like, oh, I'm in awesome. for like a slasher. And this is bound to be better than Scarecrow Gone Wild. I don't know if you saw those movies. No. It's like the third Scarecrow movie. Remember that series? <laughs> I remember yeah. Scarecrow. Scarecrows, which I love that Well, they movie. did Scarecrow Gone Wild, and Ken Shamrock's in it, and he fights a scarecrow on That's a beach. adorable. 
You, did you watch that one? No. Ed, you got to watch it. <laughs> I don't spend my time on garbage. I'm just saying. Oh, yes, you do. You like Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. You, are, you saw no, it earlier. I saw it. That was 30 years ago. If you saw Ken Shamrock fight a scarecrow on a beach when you were 11, you'd fucking think that was great, too. Because <laughs> I, 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 I know I fucking would. I saw him fight a couple in the ring, but that's just me. Yeah. Oh, I was there in the early days. You know, I, I, I'm pulling that. Sorry, Ken Shamrock. You're not ever going to listen to oh, this. Oh, you but. fought somebody that had a heartbeat. Oh. <laughs> Shit, man! Good haircut. Hey, yeah, man, this okay. is high and tight, man. You had that high and tight going for a while. He's done nothing for me. He's the world's <laughs> so he's the world's most dangerous man. And if he was a that's adorable. If so, he was in Dark Knight, a scared girl, he so, would have fucked up that little mentally ill motherfucker so, in like ten seconds. So he would have beat up a mentally ill man if yeah. he was in the movie, which he, he was not chosen to be. That a, sounds like some. But he, he battles scarecrows in other movies. He's been beating up mentally ill people for like thirty years. Who, who do you think was in the early UFC days? <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I'm still trying to. The most dangerous man in the world They're beats up crazy straw people. people. Yeah, he, be, so. he beats up pillows. You're not. Gonna, I can do that right now. You're not going to buy a pillow. That? Yeah. Okay. You're not going to buy that movie. Ken Shamrock versus a pillow. Yeah. Who? Ken, Sh- <laughs> Ken, Sh- Ken Shamrock versus the pillow. Is that a Street Fighter character? Yeah, totally. I wish it was. Uh-huh. I like that the next movie after this is Children of the Corn because yeah. that also we're talking about fields. Oh, yeah. Well, those are just since I'm talking about things I'd like to watch. Ken Shamrock. Can we sum it up right now? Children crazy ass white people. Children of the Corn. Yeah, yeah more it is crazy ass white people. And that little dude. And Isaac. Isaac. What's his Small name? town religion, but this is obviously, you know, like very Lovecraftian. The whole, the whole, he who walks behind the roads. Yeah. So, you got, you got a problem with like overalls and plaid? So no. this is about. I'm trying to. Fuck. I, I'm waiting until we get to what I really like, man. I don't like to. So, so you want to skip want. like straight down to Razorback? No, no. These are not in alphabetical order. I don't need to go on like my rants. So yeah. I just the like. The whiteboard can be full of shit sometimes. Yeah, I be, promise. Be whatever. I've never seen Children of the Corn. <clears throat> really? Never saw like any of them? I was not even forced to. Like seriously, it was one of those we were talking about earlier. Like I'd go yeah, in the video store. <laughs> not even on accident. I'd go in the video store and see the like tapes, and I'd watch every goddamn thing. I saw those. Like mm, I know too many blonde-haired white people in this town. No. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm just kind of laughing, cough all over, Dave. Sorry. Uh, it's Sorry. probably like a different vibe when you don't live in the big city and you see shit like this. Yeah. It's like, oh, this could happen. Yeah. Exactly. It's the appearance like, on all kinds of different. That's like if yeah. you if you live in the big city, if you live in New York, you see the Warriors. It's like I don't know those guys. Whatever. That shit ain't happening. Yeah. Or like, seeing this shit. No. Well, like eighties movies, everybody had a switchblade. If you had a switchblade, you were a badass, which is hilarious. Yeah. Because my sister had a switchblade, probably <laughs> a lock blade. I think everybody had one. Yeah. Either a switchblade comb, one or the other. Oh, I had that I shit. Had I was so fucking cool, dude. I've been short all my life. I learned how to. If it, I got thirty seconds to make a story, like if you're taller than me, I'm gonna <laughs> bite your now. lip and I'm gonna knee in the nuts. Right. <laughs> After that, it's a picture wrap on old Buckley. So yeah, pull out your switchblade well, comb. Though. That's taller than me. I'll like put my thumb in your eye. I don't give a shit. <laughs> you know, such thing as a fire fight. He, he's on it. He's ready. You're ready. Sorry. 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 For what? Apparently things Don't ever happen- be sorry. Apparently things happen to me. No. <laughs> only, you know, only story I have about Children of the Corn is the little fucking kid in it. What's his name? Uh, Isaac? It's the one who played Isaac. Uh, the main right? Isaac guy. Yeah, What's his yeah. name? I can't remember his real life name. I can't remember. He does a lot of conventions. He looks exactly the same. And he was he wrestling some dude in the hallway at a convention one time that was dressed as Freddy. Oh no no that that was the omen that's the kid from yeah, the omen, omen. Kid. I yeah, get those yeah, little yeah, fuckers yeah. mixed up it was the omen kid that's, like like that's, yeah. that's, that's like elite you're all the way wrong yeah. right there yeah I get my different two guys movie. mixed yeah, up different but that story's different. great well the story because we they're they're, they're, they're ex- they look alike now I don't yeah. fucking little kids that grew up to be little kids yeah like, please tell that story anyways we're anyway, gonna skip to uh, the, the guy from the omen was wrestling a guy cosplaying as Freddy like in a fun way in a hallway at a convention and Freddy thought they were playing we're talking about the original kid yeah and the kid had like little man syndrome though because he got like i don't know freddie got the best of him and he straight up like bill goldberg spears freddie into a wall like tackles him and like this dude's injured he gets up and goes freddie got fucked and we're just like what the fuck just happened yeah. i'm sorry i thought you were the other kid from the other horror movie you know, go ahead you're gonna watch it i don't care who you yet. are or how long or if you've ever done anything famous you leave a fucking story yeah, he'll hear oh, yeah, the he fucking yeah, story. He <laughs> Ned Beatty will remember me till the day he dies. Oh, I'm sure he will. You, you leave a story. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't give a. F- I thought he was the kid from Children of Corn. I didn't know who the fuck he was because I don't give a fuck about the Omen either. But yeah, that so Friday were, got fucked. It was yeah, like it so was you after. were you were nobody anyway. Yeah, I didn't care about that dude anyway, but now I do because that right. story is great. I would too. I'd be yeah. this. It was an after now. convention like photo op. We were all drunk, hanging out in the lobby, and it went way south. Fast. It escalated I so, you so about fast. That, yeah. Yeah. It was one of those like everybody's happy, and then it just like the whole room is just like what the fuck, yeah. and then I'm like drunk and laughing. Yeah, and the cosplay like, Freddy is a like, friend of ours, Wild Bill. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I remember I was like, that just fucking happened. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> see, I wouldn't have been able to control myself in that moment. Oh, we were all like, cheering. I would like, have been, oh my God, would have been like, oh my god, are you okay? And then I would have leg dropped him because you know I'm a whore for a camera. When he yelled, Freddy got fucked. I died. I was just like, we're down here. <laughs> this is it. I'm a Jason man anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go buy his Children of the Corn movie. He's not in Children of the Corn. Fuck it. I'm going to buy his movie. Whatever his movie is. Put some overalls on him. Same kid. Yeah, you're all the fucking same little child stars. I'm going to you the Goonies. What are you? Fuck you. But we've got... <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry, Corey Feldman. What is your name? <laughs> oh. Which one are you? You're the white kid with the good smile. Yeah, it'd be okay, oh. buddy. Keeping keeping it rolling. Uh, let's see. His head the same way Warren Beatty rubbed his. <laughs> exactly. Little guy. Well, you've got you, you can you could say there's an argument for like Friday the Thirteenth and like those kind of backwood slasher films like The Burning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Razorback. Razorback is like is a I country because people kind of forget about Australia being mostly outback. Yeah. Uh, you know, Wolf Creek. Wolf Creek. Yeah, I was gonna say that when you mentioned Razorback. Wolf Creek. Yeah, Wolf Creek's up there. Uh, there was another one that came out. Around the same time as Wolf Creek, I can't think of what's frontiers. There's so many other like other uh, countries that being American, you're like, oh, that's not really. Yes, it is. It's totally yeah, backwoods yeah. bullshit like stereotypes. Because everybody associates like the South in the U.S. With right. It I want to see else. a film like that about England because there's so much of England is fucking Worcestershire and that's not well, fucking all hobbits. And, you know, speaking of that, our little, well, our our little creepy goblin people that are English that do Severance. fucking Severance. horrible Severance, things. Yeah. You know? yeah. I want to see that. Severance is great. You should check out Severance. That's actually, yeah, it's, up it's there. in uh, it's it's in England. I don't know what fucking part or where at, but it stars Danny Dyer, who's like one of my favorite like actors out of England. He's just he's hilarious and he does a lot of horror movies. But it's like a, it's like the office. It's a business trip and they go in the middle of the woods and bad shit happens. Nice. And, uh, I think you would dig it, man. If that's I'm what not, you're it looking sounds for. right up my alley. Yeah. It it, it, right up it's my a alley. weird mixture of like slasher, but it then goes like bad shit crazy at the end. Like it kind of turns the whole movie on its head. I don't really want to spoil it for you. But it does have like that backwoods vibe. Oh, and, totally and, it's not, and it's not set in the US, so it's, you know. I'm totally different. down. What's the name of it again? Severance. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And it's Excellent. Just, I'm down for it. I'm it's a horror it. comedy, but it's got some really cool kills and the dialogue's really good on it. Yeah, so. dialogue. I'm a whore for dialogue. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's one up there. I noticed it isn't up there. Uh, Pumpkinhead. Oh, yeah. Nice. You're talking about earlier. communities that take care of their own. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, Pumpkinhead definitely totally, falls That's a that. perfect example yes. of a hillbilly yes. film people don't think of, like, you know, like Mother's Day. Like, those dudes are piece of shit, like, hillbilly rapist guys who work for their mom, right? yeah. do what their mom says. Pumpkinhead is the dad's fault. Everything yeah. is his fault because of the rage that he comes from his child being killed. No, no. The, it's, it's the people that killed his kid's fault. He didn't do anything wrong. City, oh, he didn't. City I, I just met, but the whole film circles around his rage trying yeah, to yeah. get revenge. I mean, that's what yeah. the whole energy that brought it. Yeah. yeah. Then they changed the origin though in part two. Yeah. <laughs> you mean blood wings? Yeah. Don't they kind of just change his origin? It's like the old gypsy lady type thing, or that? Those are the ones I just kind of watched and didn't care. I don't yeah. own them. I, yeah. See, I like yeah that whole shit. Blame it on the foreigners. There was a brown woman in the forest. No, I'm not with it. Um, well, I these like were the these whole... were these were city kids who killed his kids. So yeah, it's even, yeah. it's, you could put uh, a, a black person, and they're like, "Oh, the black, you know, we know who it is now. They did it wrong because these kids had money. They they're on the motorbikes. They yeah, they yeah. run over his child, and it's this the rage of the even though he, I guess, seeing being him, like, even, even the stereotype of him being like an educated business owner, and then his neighbor is has a pig farm. It's like, oh, but he's he his rage takes over, and he. I don't know, goes over the stereotype of being, you're supposed to be the educated person. There's all, there's like layers that to that film that Stan Winston wrote that is yeah. fucking great. Yes. The, pa- like, the passion of who he is and where he's from. Right. And if you the, want to look at that, you could say the guy who is supposed to be like maybe the, 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 the liberal in that area. He's the one that goes out and makes this whole movie happen because of yep. his rage takes over. And there's the a people, lot can go the on people in that movie. That if you really want to dissect gra- Yeah. The people that live on the same ground and the history of this, I guess you call it a crone, you know, 
sprouts up because of his rage, and he kind of brings it up out of the ground. Right. But he couldn't have done that without the the crone and the and the legend that lives in his land. Right. You know, it's, it, yeah, it's fascinating. You brought it up, Dave. Oh no, you, you guys <laughs> yeah, just ran. I'm with glad it. you brought that up. It's fascinating. Well, yeah, yeah fascinating. it's just one that I thought you were talking about tribes and people those that swamp take stories, care of their own southern like superstition stories. That's something that yeah, I don't think it, it, it could be tapped into like endlessly for different kinds of movies. Oh, it has been. I mean, yeah. they've yeah. they've been they've been throwing that same story out for years. We were talking about remakes last week. Oh yeah. Well, How many times have you have they used that trope like the backwoods, the backwoods person? Taking revenge on the city folk. See, I want to see like a little fucking nerdy kid like that lived in like a city part of a small town that kind of has been, you know, bringing all these legends. He's kind of soaked up all these stories and stuff of where he's from. And he's figured out, he's like, well, I want to fucking set some shit on fire myself. (laughs) And I might be speaking from personal experience, but. You know what I mean? Like, I, there's always something different to be brought from these tropes, you know, just like with any genre, you know. Yeah. Slasher yeah. film, psh, you can put any guy with a, a, a mask and a bad ag, bad attitude and a machete. You yeah. Know, yeah. We, yeah. We have like religious it, right? uh, backwoods horror films. I've got yeah. uh, Race, yeah. the, Race the Devil and I got Yeehaw Satan, you know. <laughs> but State. you could also take that whole ideology and put it towards Red State. Yeah, exactly. Which is, which is one of my favorite Kevin Kevin uh, Smith yes, movies. Yes. Well, and more recently they did The Hunt. Yeah, I don't know if you saw that, but that's very like hillbilly type movie too. And it, they put all the stereotypes on both sides, the right and the left, in it. But if you watch, was that like, that kind of like it was, was kind of like the game. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, essentially like people loose and they're hunting them. Yeah, okay, and not okay, to get okay. like super political, show, but no, it's, no, no, it's, no. it's uh, you know, it's it's rich liberals that are kidnapping the right wing that they feel like have done wrong things like news reports things like that and they're putting in them in this game called the hunt where they just hunt them and they can leave them like little weapons and shit like that but one of the funny things they do is they kind of build an area made for how they see the right like rednecks you know in their in their view so it's like these open woods and then there's the stereotypical like gas station with the hillbilly old couple running it and all these little touches to it are there and uh I thought that was really well done, and that was definitely like one of those revenge films. I don't think it's really a horror film too much. It's marketed as one, but it's more of like kind of an action comedy yeah, yeah, yeah. in a way. Yeah. Well, if this uh, film's taught me anything, it's the the, the hillbilly the hillbilly at the gas station knows what he's talking about. Harvey well, Fierce, yeah, the guy from like Cabin in the Woods. They like, do the stereotype. You're doomed. Really well uh, yeah, there's always that stereotype in every you movie. You leave yeah. Alfredo the fuck alone, okay? Alfredo, <laughs> Alfredo, you leave him. Clean that trap, Alfred. Clean it good. But, uh, we were kind of t- you were kind of talking about how often it's done and stuff, and I think Tucker and Dell really like spoofed oh, yeah. all of it perfectly. So you can't talk about this genre brilliant. without bringing up that movie, and that's a great. Tucker and Dell turned it on its head. They were just like, okay, there's all these stereotypes. We're gonna make fun of them in the right way yeah. in this movie, and it was, it was fucking perfect. And it threw so many good things there. In it threw a lot of topics all in one movie. That's yeah. impressive, you know. These college kids. College kids. And you know what's funny? Like in my my dumb brain, sometimes I, I saw it when I was a kid too. Ten years ago, I was a young buck too, Steve. And, but fuck But I remember seeing it, and I I knew what the movie was about. But the first like ten minutes or so, they do like intentionally give you that vibe, like oh, these two guys are going to be the killers, mm-hmm. like because they oh, yeah. make them fucking creepy and fucking weird. And then of course, like you know, they're they're goofy, and the gas station scene happens, and all that shit, but. It was good. It was awesome. Like, and I, I remember showing it to my kids last year, and even they were like, "So these two guys have to be the villains because they had no clue going in." I start playing it. Yeah. If you play play it for somebody blind, they're like, "Oh, these guys got to eventually be like the fuckheads, right?" And then the, the college <laughs> kids just keep killing myself on the property. I can't and then they're adorable. Listen. By the time of the they're fucking over, adorable. They're adorable. It's yeah. a shame it never got a sequel. That's one of those that should have got a fucking sequel. And the but. way they marketed it, you didn't know either. Yeah. Yeah. Even though you know those actors are like, there's no way, you know, there's no way he's going to be the Wash can't be a bad guy. I've just seen but so many you, comedy are, you actors already know it. people. You think it's going in and he's going yeah. to be the bad guy. So I went into it excited. I was like, film. okay, Alan Tudyk's going to murder some people. I'm down for it. I'll take my shirt off, you know. But like, I'm down for it. And then it's like, oh, they threw this around. No, it was fun, man. Yeah, and it was so great. I don't, so original. And they, those type of movies make it hard to do that genre again. They're just like yeah, kind of scream yeah. in the 90s and things like that. Things that take a genre and they're like, yeah, fuck everything. <laughs> 
when they become mainstream, it makes it hard. I mean, because there are always stuff that's spoofed. There's always movies like Popcorn and shit like that. that yeah. But you got your Screams and your Tucker and Dales that really make it like, if you make a movie after that, you're like, can I use any of this shit now? Can I use any of these stereotypes without being yeah, an asshole? You're, you're yeah, scratching out the script. By the fans. Like, yeah. what, you're, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. you're just like, fuck, I man. felt that way about um, watching, uh, oh, I just had it in my mind. and it's gone. Oh, Hatchet. Hatchet. Well, like, there, yeah. The first time I saw it, I was just like, this shit is, it's like they threw everything out. But you remember, there's a big scary guy in the woods. They streamlined it. He has a weird yeah. story. And it was like taking you back to square one. And like, they did like the swamp thing with that one too. Yeah. The Louisiana there's swamp the style. Extra, so and then you the, have these dumbass, like the the fall people, like the city people. Porn directors. Yeah, like and they're going to show their tits. They're going to be stupid. <laughs> and they're going to take heads cut off. And God bless the old woman that got her head twisted off because she had fucking, uh, uh, what's his name? I can't believe I can't remember. Kane Hodder? Kane Hodder's fingers all in her mouth, twisted her head <laughs> off, and went for it for that first kill, and it was just a beautiful movie. Oh, It yeah. was like taking and you back to square one, although knowing all the things you know from watching those kind of movies. Well, it's one of those when you watch it, too, you're like, why aren't more movies shot in, like, fucking Louisiana? Yeah. Like, New Orleans. That's perfect. It was there's, gorgeous. There's, like, fucking swamps, and Especially people partying, kind of, getting drunk. You're already sweaty. Even you're you're already dirty. Like, down yeah. here. You haven't yeah. even gotten to the swamp yet. Yeah. He's like, down here. Fun and titties. Down here, bad badness. Yeah. And just Where do we go? They're just a couple of miles away from each other. Come on. Yeah. Come on the boat ride. I mean, he he's doing tours on that boat ride. And the still, Candyman you know. doing Are you serious? Yeah, Adam Green, you can go on the tour of that swamp with oh Adam my Green. God. All right, Adam, Todd, we're coming. Tony Todd doing a full comedy rip just made it beautiful. Like, don't be walking on my sidewalk. Like... Yeah, they really it's turned brilliant. him in that series later it's on, though. Brilliant. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. But, you know. Goes from like fun guy to like evil and conniving motherfucker within like a sequel. What else <laughs> we have? We have obviously we have Cabin in the Woods. I put California up there because <sighs> you have a backwoods character who lives in a trailer park, who is a serial killer, who meets the city people and then takes them to hell. Let me tell you how I know it's a fucking hill. And it's movie. supposed to be that's, pretty much in Louisville. That's how so, beautiful. Yeah. That definitely deserves to be on this list. It's, like, it's not a movie you think about when you think of Hillbilly Horror. Yeah, so right? I do. Because it's super psychological. Because, so this is why I know it's fucking Hillbilly. So when I grew up, <laughs> I can't wait. This is awesome. My grandfather lived in Frankfurt, like in the country part of Frankfurt, on like 98 acres of land. And this fucking neighbor loved that movie. And he would always talk about it every time we came to his fucking house. And he'd go, I just watched California with a K. And he always said California with, with a, K. a K. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is this guy talking about? I never watched it. And then when I was like 14, I rented it. And I was like, oh, this is pretty good. But now I associate it forever with like hillbillies. With California it. with a K. Because this, he would fucking, him and his wife would talk about it like it was the greatest movie ever made. And I'm like, fuck, it is pretty good. But I kind of hate it because I just hear this dude's voice all the time. And the dude's name was Wendell, by the way. So it's like, does it get more country than Wendell? <laughs> Wendell loves California with a K, and he has to say it that way every fucking time in case I get it confused with some other movie called California. If there is one with a C, how about like California with a C? I just saw that movie California with a C. That's a good fucking movie, though. It really is, but it is like really liked by hillbillies, apparently, because that dude, I never hated everything. This ain't Lucky Logger. I never saw it until like I and it's funny looking back like from the age of like ten to thirteen. Whenever I was being shown how to shoot a gun, I always heard you got to hold it soft like your pecker. That's what he says. Because that's what he says, and I never knew what. To, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I hold my pecker soft too. What? I'm, I'm I got a fist grip. What are it we depends doing? Depends on what girl I have that night. Yeah, I got to hold it soft like a pecker, and they'd laugh after doing it. And then I was fourteen. I was like, holy fuck, I don't want to live here anymore. <laughs> then I moved but yeah and the whole shit oh and there were so many brilliant psychological moments in that movie but the part when he was fucking shit out of Juliette Lewis and looking at old girl yeah that shit disturbs me to this day I've I don't have whole movies that scare me I don't have whole genres right. that scare me or disturb me I have little moments in movies that yeah. is one of them to this day that disturbs the fuck out of me is when he's doing and, that. And in hindsight, but she it, doesn't even realize that she, she's being stared at by a serial killer fucking his girlfriend. So the mental, like, what is going through everyone's mind at that moment is so, one of those movies you go back and watch, you go, what the fuck was he thinking at that moment? Besides like, hey, 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 you're watching me. No, that, his level of, like, where his brain is, you have no idea where he's at. Do they ever explain why it's called California? Because that's no. where they're headed. With a K. 
Well, because <laughs> it's the nineties, man. Because they're from Kentucky, and it's with a K. Yeah. This is the nineties. It'd have like a Z in it and a three, or some numbers, some numbers, a few numbers. Well, maybe that's the stereotype. If it was a, a, a more urban, quote unquote, movie, yeah. it'd be have a Z for boys. But since it's a redneck, it's a K for California. I'm just because, totally making because, it up as I go. But. Because rednecks don't know how to spell, apparently. Well, no, it's a stereotype. It's that's a stereotype. I see. I see. You got misery on there too. Misery is. Is that yes. a? Is, it's in the mountains. This it's is in- a hill chick. Are you kidding me? She's self sufficient with an axe and a pen. No, no, no. I think. Don't get me started on Annie Wilkes, okay? Because I will fight you as we stand. He is an Annie, Annie, Annie Wilkes fan, I guess. He is. We're sad. Steve. <laughs> um, I can't even get a word out. Okay. Anyway, Steve, go ahead. Because I have certain movies up there because they represent what. A hillbilly movie is, and some of them you're not thinking that that's what that is because yeah. if you think of the character, who she is, where she is, where she's located, she's her best friend's yeah, a fucking pig. I, 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 um, now that you say, and all nobody these things, goes it makes to check sense. on her until after you know. It's one of those things. If she were to die, nobody would know for six months because, for one, it's winter in the country in the mountains, uh, or at least in the hills of of New England. Uh, where hill, there are hillbillies in the north, by the way. Yeah. Oh, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. <laughs> they're everywhere. They're everywhere. <laughs> but that's they why they just that's talk different. Because yeah. that's a terrifying yeah, thing where if, if that guy, he, he could be in that house for another year and nobody would ever know. Exactly. Yeah. And she, you know what? She's like Southern uh, hospitality. She answers the talks to the sheriff and she's like, oh, everything's great. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But he knows in his, you know, he knows inside that there's something wrong. Yes. But that's yeah. just a stereotype. That's why I put it up there. So this kind of blew my mind though just now. Uh, and Stephen King knows redneck when he when he writes a redneck, he understands. Well, yeah. The mentality of different types. But stereotypes. I want to assume you researched it before writing on the board. Doubt that it. came out in 1990. Yeah. It yes, feels. It did. I thought it was so much older than that. No, right. You're old. It seems know, like it, it should be. Feels like it. think about how young James Conn looks in 2012. Yeah, I just feel so fucking odd. Like, yeah. it's just like old as fuck. In my brain, I'm thinking like early 80s, mm, maybe oh, late no. 70s, not 1990. Yeah. I remember I remember when that movie came out, so it had to be. Well, I, well, I don't because I'm not that fucking old. Guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, most, a lot of these movies like that came out in the 70s, 80s, and I guess fucking 1990, I saw on TV. But I, I remember seeing Misery at a pretty young age, and it was on TV, like USA or one of those channels. So yeah. in my mind, Definitely all those TV. movies are like 80s and 70s. So it's kind of mind-boggling that that's only 30 years old right i know 30 years is still a fucking long time yeah, but yep. a, to me it doesn't feel that long yeah i'm i'm, I'm waiting for like uh like uh like so, sort of movies like uh smoky and the bandit to come out i know it's well, not a horror film but it's definitely a redneck film yeah but, but what, that's not what we're talking about nah, I got I one we're not gonna sit here and do a joe bob history yeah of the oh no no oh, next cinema. i got one for you that i didn't discover until i was working at hollywood video uh preacher man hmm. by trauma oh. movies Oh, I should know that. I've never it seen it. It probably came out in like the 80s, didn't it? That was eight. That's when they were churning out tons of shit. But it yeah. was brilliant because yeah. it was not- Did they make it or not... did they buy it and, and release it? I made it. That's the difference. Did, they, did Trauma make Preacher Man? Or they... It was brilliant because it was not like uh-huh. any of their other movies. It was like a narrative tale of this fucking guy, this preacher that was fucking everybody's daughter and making it <laughs> time and hopping yeah. counties and trying to get away from the law. And they had like a, an old time like- narrative song that progressed throughout the movie. And that sounds like a movie they probably bought for distribution. That's what so... Because they did that early. A lot of, Trauma, lot of film companies did that. A lot of times in the 80s. They distributions before they became... It was adorable. Especially when Lloyd was throwing all that money was, around in the 80s. Yeah. They bought a lot. They have a lot of great movies that are under Trauma that they like bought it. Uh, what's yeah. that? That one they showed on fucking Joe Bob to start the season. I can't remember what it's called now. Oh, the uh, blood-sucking freaks. Blood-sucking freaks. Yeah. When that opens up, it says Trauma, you know. But that one, that's what I remember about yeah. that too, is that, you know, it falls under the trauma film umbrella and it's a yeah. pretty fucking good movie. It was actually. funny. Yeah, there was right. no yeah. huge so gore, so yeah. but it was just a bunch of funny situations and I thought it was funny and I, I'd never even heard of it until I was working there. I'm yeah. Like, this is all right. Like, I'll remember this one. It's the best part about being in a video store, all the shit you discover. Uh, I just want to talk about it. Can, Can we it? please get the trailer park of terror? Because I redboxed that motherfucker. Like, this is right when my store was going under anyway. Also from Hollywood Video. Uh, <laughs> so We need to do a whole fucking thing about that, it. That, my stores. store never got that one because we were starting to go into, like, uh, liquidation and shit. Yeah, yeah. So I remember going to Redbox and renting that uh, because the fucking – what country singer is in it? Uh, um, Dwight Yoakam, right? No, 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 no. The, the other motherfucker they couldn't I, afford uh, him. Oh, no, shut up, shut no shut he's a he's a good name. He's a big name. I know they couldn't afford him. Oh, always, no, the guy that gets a big name. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. I was gonna say Garth Brooks or Chris Gaines. No, no. it's a fucking Conway Twitty. Conway Twitty. No, no, darling. 
I'm he's dead. he's the, he plays like Satan in it. Yes, yes. And, uh, begins with an A. He's a fairly big yeah. like country singer. Please light us up on the comments on this, by the way. And I can't yeah. think of you dumb motherfucker. Oh, I'm so mad that I don't know this. I can't. I didn't know Shane? Trace Trace Atkins. Trace Atkins. Yeah. Trace Atkins. Shane's our did our did our dad. Trace Atkins. Yeah. Yeah. Trace Atkins. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. So I went through the index. It took me a while. Yeah. Okay. But man, on, like, on. so when I saw him on the cover, I was like, "Fuck, I gotta get this. This is gonna be stupid as fuck." It's actually super entertaining. Yes. But it, it is like, if there anything should be called hillbilly horror, it's fucking Trailer Park of Terror because it has it checks every box you could think of. Yes. Like in every they stereotype, even did the, they even did the demolition derby for fuck's sake for good measure. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they did, and it's just it's introduced by like this country bumpkin like Satan guy like. Trace Atkins, yeah, wearing all fucking black, and it's just like piss and fire. To, yeah, it's like remember that show, like the Hitchhiker, and that dude would walk yep, and yep. they start telling you a story. It was like that, but with Trace Atkins. Yeah, Trace Atkins with, uh, with what's uh, sold David Duchovny? Because this is one of the movies I'll talk about till the day I die. The part that really sold me was that first like descent into madness, where yep. old girl was trying to leave with her boyfriend. And they accidentally murdered him. You remember? Oh that? yeah, yep. And she gave some amazing acting. Like that was like Shakespearean oh. <laughs> tears. I'm serious. No, I like your like, level of Shakespearean. When acting. she fucking fell and cried, I was like, I'm just trying to fucking get out of here. Like I felt that to my core because I grew up in that fucking place. I hope the fucking director of Trailer Park of Terror, when she did that scene, was like, that was fucking Shakespearean. Fucking <laughs> you signed up for the right movie for that I acting. Hope just God just, just stops it and just starts. Yeah, climbing. it was. Brilliant. It really is. Like, say cut. Yeah. And then they did a bunch of fun stuff. And I yeah. heard the dude, the dude who played Roach, that was like the guitar yeah. player. Yeah. I heard he was actually like a phenomenal guitar player that never acted before, and they just kind of put him in there. If it came out in the eighties, it would so. be like a cult favorite oh, for God, sure. Yes. It came out the wrong time and it's got red box. Way you know, the red box I got the comic book, I think, before I even saw the movie. Yeah, the kills are awesome. Like the yeah. gore, it's fucking great. Yeah, with I mean, the old girl did the massage. Yeah, ripped his back out. That yeah, was all that. Yeah, and that had your and stereotypical all the red, masseuse. All of the quote unquote redneck humor. That it's just perfect. Yeah. Making like, the jerky, like, oh, there, yeah, yeah. Making the jerky and stealing the rig, and cool. it was just goddamn brilliant. And I like how going back and watching it, like they show when she, they're in the diner, and like the one girl says the beautiful line, she's like, "Well, sometimes when I look at myself a certain way, I look like Julie Roberts, but that don't mean a whole lot to the rest <laughs> of the world." And she's all messed out and looking, you know. Well, they uh, show like a map on the news about the weather. And it just, it's real quick, and it lets you know it's in, like, northern Tennessee on the Kentucky border. It doesn't let you know exactly where they're at. But it, it shows the weather, and, and that's where the trailer park is. But they, you know what I mean? They never yeah. let you know exactly where it is. My excitement for this movie calls me to spritz water all over my face. Please keep that on the camera. So if we can just keep that and me making my face. Schmitzing. <laughs> if anybody <laughs> wanted to know what it looked like if somebody shot a load on me, I just did it. I made the face. <laughs> well, you make well those people are out there. That's my, but really that movie is like, everybody should check that piece of shit out. Cause it is like, it's a trashy fucking movie, yeah. but, but it's like but the it's right level of trash. And it's, it's cartoonish super fun. With a heart, you know? And I, I was shocked by it. Cause I rented it. Just the novelty of it going like, Oh, this motherfucker is in this movie. Trace Atkins. Who I always call some other country singer name, but whatever. And How then, many minutes are we in? Oh, I don't know. So oh, it's up. Derek likes something. I actually like a lot of things on that. Oh, we could have a ticker for that. Like he said, every time I like, I really like something. Well, no, I said he liked something earlier. I don't remember what it was, but then he it bashed it immediately. <laughs> it was the uh, Motel Hell. Motel Hell. Like, I like it, but I hate he it. Said he bashed it. Well, I, that's the thing that, that Derek and I agree on is that I can always say I love that piece of shit. Yes, like yes. that's a sentence I have been saying forever. Because if you don't, if you don't admit that when you're a fan. You're, you're a piece of shit because yeah. just because you like something doesn't mean it's good. That's the problem a lot of times with the horror fan base because there's always like – I like – as much as I hate a lot of things, I like everything. So I'll watch this genre, the hillbilly shit. I'll watch the Italian shit. Yeah. I'll watch your straightforward slasher, the psychological shit, all that. I'm a fan of every genre of horror. So I can watch everything in it and go like, hey, some of this shit I like isn't very good, and it's just made for the fans of this particular genre. Yeah. But yeah. genre fans, a lot of horror fans only like one thing. They only yeah. like the Italian films, the Japanese films, whatever, and everything else that comes out, they have to get on their fucking keyboards and go, everything you like's fucking garbage. And I'm like, dude, no, we all like garbage. This is what's fun about it, is yeah. that we're like, we pop for garbage. We yeah, all like, right? like, hey, this isn't the, this doesn't have to be art. 
We just want to fucking have a beer, drink bourbon, eat ice cream, whatever the fuck you do, and watch some shit happen. Right. Yeah. I remember being entertained yeah. in different levels. Oh, you different like, flavors. I remember when I realized I like bad movies. I rented Troll 2, and I was like, I love this for some reason. And that's yeah. that was Dave's. That, that, no, you're fired. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Uh, no, it's a great. That's a, that, I mean, it doesn't get a Blu-ray release because it, Pete doesn't have fans. Right. They don't make a documentary about it because it doesn't have charm and... There's a level of like, God, this movie's awful. I want to see it again. But so many awful movies have amazing stories, you know, whether it's the story in the movie or the about the making. Yeah, there's a a great beautiful stuff, you know. There's a great John Landis quote. Whether however you think of that guy, but is that is that one (laughs) Star Wars Wars hit? It all, you know, it's like the level of storytelling has always been there, but now we have special effects to cover up the shit that it really is. It's like now it's all crap. It's always been crap. But now we're going to go to the movie theaters and see it instead of the drive-in. You know that that that's exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. And they they pull in when when it's in the movie theater, it's pulling in an audience that probably doesn't like those type of genre films a lot of times. Yeah. So you got those, you got critics reviewing this shit that have no business they watching no these fucking business. movies. Like no critic should watch anything outside of probably Misery that's on this list. Like I don't want Roger Ebert to review American Gothic. No, and I love yeah, that movie. Like, it's on that we haven't like talked about. Like he's not gonna it, also get excited for the swing going over the mountain bullshit. <laughs> like I do. I'm like Razorback. Mwah, yeah, and if there's a critic who put, you know, if that's what they do and they're they consider themselves a critic, write something. Yeah, if you'd seen so much shit. Then let me criticize you. Otherwise, you got no use to. And me. sometimes it goes the opposite, like Roger Ebert, who used to write exploitation films yes. and then turned his back on the whole genre to where he doesn't even either. It's just part of his shtick. As a character, as that critic, or I think it's a stick. I, I thought I think so a lot too. Of it is because you, you're, you know, you ha- he knows his audience, right? Not, right. Yeah. Ebert and Roper, or Siskel and Ebert, yeah. who the fuck is coming on my TV at twelve thirty before I watch Shop at Home <laughs> and buy some fucking katanas like a man? UBC yeah. <laughs> 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 katanas. They know their audience. They know their audience is like you know fifty and up, right. you know, people like that are gonna fucking go. Oh yeah, I want to go see the new Shakespearean style film and. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna, then, I'm gonna critique Amadeus it's not and then fucking, Fright Night on the same fucking yeah, it's, episode. It's tonight. not Buckley. He's gonna watch Trailer Park of Terror and go. That bitch's acting was Shakespearean. <laughs> a, I stand by totally that statement. It's a totally different audience, and that's fair. Like I get it. I understand your stick, but so many people turn to that. So and there's so many different like areas that are like I will Jedi. watch something that is just garbage, but it's got a lot of kills, a yeah. lot of continuity and it's fast you know that could be just as amazing as something with no kills and some great acting and writing you know it's just all different flavors like we shouldn't divide you know i want so, the sampler you know i want a little bit of everything one man's trash is another man's treasure yes. like that stands with like the horror genre because yes. i, I yes. like so much dog shit and i, I like i talk shit because i have fun but it's <laughs> yeah. always like fun shit talk and I've always stuck to the fact that I've never written a movie review on Facebook. I've never written a serious movie review ever. No, I have because friends I, that do that. We both have friends that do that. Because I refuse to do it. Because I'm like, I'm not going to get in this like shit show of bashing a movie. Go fucking watch it and let me know. Now, something came out 20, 30 years ago and I'm doing a fucking podcast. I'll shoot on it. Let's have discussions. I'll shoot it on it. Yeah. But if there's something that just came out the theaters, I don't want to like fucking take money away from anybody. Go fucking see it. Maybe exactly. you'll love it. Exactly. If we're going to talk about critics, the thing I hate about anybody who critiques a film or a piece of art is that you have to ingest it. Uh, yeah. But you, I can buy I can buy a fucking Iron Maiden record when I'm 12 and go, this sucked. But then by the time I'm 15, I'm like, I listened to it 15 times in you know three years. And oh my God, it's life changing. You, that's how I look at it. When we're going to watch a movie. Like if I'm going to go see Evil Dead, and then I'm going to point out all the things that are wrong with it, then that's you're not even watching the movie. Yeah, you're not even ingesting it. People go into hate things now too, though. That's that's they the other have. thing. Yeah, I think it's worse now with the internet, though, especially because what you see a lot of times when a movie releases, you'll see the first two weeks, it's happiness. It's people going, oh, my God, I love this movie. 10 out of 10. Great movie. And they're they're probably exaggerating, too. But I think people read that and they go into the movie going, I got to be the one that hates this. Yeah. Yeah. So they sit there (laughs) like like that dick that's at like every concert with your arms crossed and just staring ready to fucking hate something. And and that's what they do the whole time. They're like, oh, yeah, that that line wasn't that good. That wasn't funny. And then by the time they see the movie, most of the time they've watched 
75 fucking trailers. They've read 20 fucking reviews and they've read like the plots and that's where they know everything that's going to happen. And they're going, I didn't find anything very surprising. Oh, I really? Cause you read the whole fucking thing before yeah. you saw it. Or they'll, they'll, they'll fake it. Their yeah, energy. They'll, they'll talk to their friends and then write a review. Yeah. Uh, their I, energy yeah. and their action is all based on yeah. the reaction to the movie and not the movie itself. And that fucking sucks. It's a weird thing that happens, and I think it happens more in like the horror and sci-fi genres. Well, because anything, anything in the else. horror and sci-fi genre, anything goes. You talk about anything, yeah. you say the right names. It's all fandom. You yeah. know, you can yeah. and somebody will look at you. You think people that are into romantic comedies also have these conversations? No way, man. They're just <laughs> if you do, tell them to email me because I have questions. Against all odds, is fantastic. It's like the Notebook of the eighties. I've never seen somebody on the internet going like, <laughs> say Fuck another you, fucking trash. thing about Drew Barrymore, and I'll cut your fuck. Throw. We're not friends on Facebook. Never seen that. <laughs> as good as it gets, I will cut you. I will fucking cut over you. Say another Jack thing about never been kissed. Yes. Never been kissed is the best, you fucking losers. I like Drew Barrymore. You like Meryl Streep. There's got to be a subreddit for this. There has to be. I have not wish one. Yeah. <laughs> we could be like like Battletoads. Like, you know, oh, I like Drew Barrymore. Well, you're too young. You know, Jack Nicholson you, is the be all and end all, you know. You don't know shit about Jane Fonda. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of those, we could, we, we could kind of not necessarily lump <laughs> them all together, but like you've got House of Thousand red. Corpses, you've got Wrong Turn. Uh, a lot of the films kind of came out around the same time, Kevin Fever, all that stuff. Can we talk about uh, the sequels, The Wrong Turn, with Henry Rollins in the woods? Please do. Never seen they, one they, of them. You never saw Wrong Turn 2? None of them. So Wrong Turn 2. That's where you should start, Wrong Turn 2. Some of those directors went on to be actually yeah. really good movies. Which I believe Joe Lynch did Wrong yeah. Turn 2, right? Yeah. They cast Henry Rollins in it. And most movies that Rollins is in, they don't let him like be what you see Henry Rollins as, which is like that full on like badass yeah, that you yeah, assume yeah. he is. They, yeah, so this they, one they really go all in on it in almost like a spoofy way because he just like snaps and he ends up in the woods and he's wearing like fucking camouflage and shit across his face. And <laughs> what? He's, and he's like battling the hillbillies. He's like, gonna he's watch kind of, no shit. Yeah. He's like, I'm not gonna be the fucking haunted. Fuck you. I'm hunting them too. Because I'm Henry fucking Rollins. And he goes like full out badass on it. And I love that piece of shit movie because of that. Yeah. That yeah. I'm sold already. Yeah. And the Why didn't no, none of you tell me? Yeah, well, well I just thought you'd know. I want Rambo, Alabama all day long. Where's, where's <laughs> That's a, it doesn't matter. You need to have that as a license plate. Rambo, Alabama. <laughs> That's exactly. It's little things like that. that you want to see a crazy white dude? I'm a crazy white dude. <laughs> Damn, that I'm already inspired. I think they have like I think he told me last week they got the wrong turn like six, right? They, you mentioned something yeah. that they got like a shit ton of sequels. I don't know if there's that many, but damn. I've wasted half a vacation a with none tell of Tell us in the comments and tell us where we're dumb. I love it. Yeah, somebody's gonna be like, actually, wrong turn four is the best. Yeah. No, I love that. Please. It has Jane Fonda. Bash the fuck out of us. Why are you bringing up Jane Fonda? I don't know. She's still in my head. Those are the kind of critics I listen to. People are like, you guys suck. I'm like, you know what? You're not wrong. Bro, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you're listening to us. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, uh, you guys want to wrap this up? Sure. Yeah. We you have any uh, closing remarks on the hillbilly fucking genre? The only closing Horror. remark I have is I'm upset we didn't talk about Dead and Breakfast because that was one of my favorite like random DVD rentals ever. Well, that's, people that's shit on that one a lot. But that's a really cool one. The cast is fun. I mean, you get you fucking David Carradine. It's like, you know, he has this little box with the, the, the cool man thong, you know, in this like fucking box. And then the dude from, uh, he's kind of the same character from, was it Evil Tunes? Is that what the same? Uh, go ahead. Yeah. But the, the dude from, uh, the Drew Carey show, I can't ever remember that dude's name. Uh, not Drew Carey, the other fucking main guy from it. Whose line is, was he on whose line is anyway? I don't know. The comedian. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like his like butler and he knocked something. He like somehow the Ku Man thong gets knocked over. It kills David Carradine. And then all these supposed te- teenagers, which the stars of that's Eric Palladino, who most people know from fucking ER, but I know him from Dead and Breakfast. And then Jeremy Sisto, who most people know as being fucking dreamy. He's from Louisville. Uh, or, yeah. or at least Kentucky. I remember that. But they, they show up and every, like this whole hillbilly town's essentially getting possessed by this coup man thong curse. Oh, hold on. There's a open. thong talisman. Like thong. We're talking really? about a thong. It's well, yeah, that's, a, that's how they say it. Yeah. But it's actually just, there's no, like, it's just a box. Yeah, and then it, when it busts open, it apparently uh, it's like Pandora's. Bu- box. Buckley yeah. was singing that he had a box with a thong in it. Oh, that, be, oh, that would be so. I love this on the ground. Please, please keep going. But he it's dropped so, it on the ground, and then the shit happened. Which, it got real. Kind of the some of the appeal to it is like the sheriff, who's it's very like Andy Griffith. Like it's like 
the sheriff's very straightforward Andy Griffith, and then you got the sidekick who's just a goofy fuck. Like the first time when they're pulling out a corpse, he drops it down the stairs and like slides down, hits every step. He's like, "Well, I'm sorry, sir." And then that sounds amazing. And of course, like the sheriff's like, "What's that called? The Koo Man Thong?" So they say it like a thousand times in the movie, so they know all, the joke. See, I love this because I'm learning about shit I had no idea about. There's a, it's narrated. That's what we're here for, it, Buckley. That's what we're here for. It's narrated by Zach Zelwin, who was on G4 back in the day, and he's like an like guitar player, musician. So he actually sings these country songs about everything that's happening in the movie as it happens. Love that. There's actually Love a couple it. musical numbers, yeah. Yeah. Love the, what, it. Leg wrestling is in it. So they had the leg wrestling scene. Your dick's loose. There's uh, not all this in one movie. It's all in this fucking movie, dude. <laughs> Dead and Breakfast. Uh, there's a straight up thriller dance at one point while he's like hillbilly rapping. They're, they're dancing. Yeah. And the yeah. girl from um, another quote unquote backwards movie from Jeepers Creepers is in it. Jeepers Creepers, which is another one that I was going to bring up earlier when he was talking about where he lives at. Yeah. Uh, Cause when I saw Jeepers Creepers, uh, my bus stop at the time, we lived on like a couple of acres and it was all woods around me. And I had to stand at the end of this road. And oh no. Away. The truck. And all I would think about, <laughs> and there was always semis and shit going down that road. And all I would think about is that Jeepers Creepers song and this motherfucker going to fly down and get me. <laughs> Which, I wouldn't be a good catch. I mean, I'm a The director might. Yeah, yeah. That shows our age difference because where I lived at, I would always wander out on the highway and anytime I saw a semi, it's like, you keep Gage in the goddamn house? Like, <laughs> that was always my concern. Like, because he's a little fucker, he's adorable, you keep him in the house. Did we even bring up the Pet Cemetery remake no. last week? Thank God we didn't. No, we stayed away from that. Yeah. We, we, we'll, ha- we'll have a whole thing about like <laughs> those type of movies one day. Uh, yeah. But I liked it, so that'll be a, a whole different argument. There are things I... Yeah. That's a... What the fuck? That means we're well, done. Well, sir, you're supposed to be silent. I don't... But I'll say like the one thing I did pull from all this shit is... Uh, there's way more hillbilly movies than I imagined. Yeah. Just even from looking, dude, it's, my I'm, phone doesn't know how to turn I'm off. I'm so pumped hearing about the ones from you because, like, like I'm, you know, I told Steve going in, I only knew about like half of these movies, but the ones I do know about, I'm very passionate about. But this, it's giving me a whole other list. Well, to I me, podcasts it. are not just about things that you know. There's some, you know, if we're gonna sit here and talk about a roundtable things, like I think our next episode is gonna be Satanic Panic, hopefully. There's so many things in that genre, and the same thing. It's like it's 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 tropes, it's cliches. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we didn't even get to race the devil, but I'll put it on that because that's a '70s. Yeah. Yes, uh, you know, cliche hillbilly satanic movie. Uh, but on that note, if anybody wants to uh, say goodbye, we're we're gonna wrap this up. Keep it short this time. All right, bye, bye. Hey, it's been good hanging out with you guys. Bye. Talk about as good as it gets. I love Warren Beatty. <laughs> Oh, Jr. The, non, baby. the non-raped baby. Yes. Uh, <laughs> give us a like, uh, subscribe, and uh, I want to thank Peril Hot Sauce. Next week, we're going to have a whole new setup with uh, mic stands, and it'll sound a lot better, too. So thanks for tuning in, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.